Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today in the lead up to the 2020 Sandful Statewide Super League season is Central District coach Jeff Andrews. Jeff, how are you going? I'm good, thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Uh, obviously, games are fast upon us this weekend. In fact, it's been such a long wait, but uh, it's finally here and a couple of rounds to sink your teeth into at Adelaide Over, which is exciting, uh, round one, and you get to do it all uh, first up against Sturt, the very first game of the season of the double header on Saturday. So that's really exciting in itself, isn't it? Yeah, look, it is. We're, uh, it's, it's been, I said to the boys last night, we had our sort of Monday meeting and Normally a uh, pre-season will go for you know, three months, but uh, three or four months, but this has been nine months in the making, so it's finally come around and yeah, we'd had footy taken away from us for a little while and now we've got it back, so uh, everybody from the, from the property steward to the players is really excited. And Dev, what about to have that first game as well of the double header against the double blues um, on the big deck of Adelaide Oval, that just adds a little bit more to it for you guys? Yeah, look, it does, it's, uh, it gives us a bit of a um, a, a, good, a good starting point I mean yeah, four years ago they won the, the two flags in a row and last year of the SNFL clubs that were left uh, left in the comp they sort of finished second on the ladder so they've uh, they've been up up there and thereabouts for, for quite a while Stuart obviously a good club um, I know Nathan Grimer pretty well he's a, he's a mm. ripping fella so yeah it's, uh, it's going to be a great way for us to start off and see, uh, see how we measure up and a wonderful reward for the boys uh, putting their hand up to play for free to get to um, taste the action on Adelaide Oval, isn't it? Yeah, it, there's no doubt about that. There's, um, you know, like, you know, everybody, you know, whether you're an 18 year old going to play your first game or you've been around, you know, and played in premierships and, and been there and done that to, to get the opportunity to run out on Adelaide Oval. It's special for a first time coach. It's special, so uh, there shouldn't be any uh, any problems with motivation this week. It's just. Uh, um, something to hopefully soak up and really enjoy. And then round two, of course, uh, you uh, get a bit of a longish break because then you're the last game in round two uh, against West Adelaide, 2.40pm on Sunday, July 5. So, um, yeah, it'll be an interesting one against the Bloods who are a very youthful outfit. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So, um, youthful and exciting um, by, all, by all accounts. I was talking to somebody the other day that's um, been scouting West Forest, and yeah, they said they've, uh, they're uh, an up-and-coming team, so yeah, we're looking forward to, again, the, the second game at Adelaide Oval and just playing these uh, traditional um, SANFL-based teams, um, and you know, the Westie fans and the, hopefully the Central's fans, more and more of them can get out there to Adelaide Oval and uh, experience uh, footy being back in the Central. And in terms of personnel over the break, um, obviously we've seen with a lot of the clubs, Jeff, uh, some of the guys, uh, particularly with their um, their natural roots being interstate, having to head home for, for work purposes or for family reasons, which is perfectly understandable, but to understand it's only sort of uh, hit you very mildly with just a couple of guys in Matt Nagel and Jai Nanskowen. Yeah, it did. Unfortunately, you know, Matt, uh, both boys you know, have had to go home and Matt, um, you know, just due to circumstances, uh, a, a job opportunity came up that, it, that was, uh, he couldn't refuse um, with the, I guess with the not knowing what was going to be happening in Adelaide, so you know Matt was uh, took the job and won't be back this season. But we've been in uh, regular correspondence with him, and we're really confident he'll be back next year. And Jai had come over and settled in, settled in really well. Was actually working at the club, doing some development stuff. And yeah, as you know, with uh, you know with everything sort of getting shut down, 
there wasn't a, a, a spot for him here work-wise and he didn't know footy-wise what was going on, so he'd gone yeah. back to Melbourne as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, not, not ideal, but, uh, yeah, I think all clubs have been hit similarly and mm. uh, we just we just move on with uh, the boys that are left. And then, uh, obviously, you can get some outgoings, but then some incomings can happen during a break such as this, and uh, that's been the case with, obviously, a fair bit of uncertainty surrounding uh, the VFL over in Victoria. And uh, understand you've got a couple of recruits uh, that were scheduled to play in the VFL, but they've decided to come over and apply their trade in the statewide Super League. If you could just, for the Central District fans, just run through uh, those guys and a bit about them and their backgrounds. Yeah, um, happy to. The uh, first one is, is Cam Wild, uh, and Cam's uh, son of Jason, who played at Collingwood. And Cam was part of the, the Carlton Next Gen Academy. He played at the Murray Bush Rangers last year and played for Vic Country in the, in the state championships. And he was someone that we targeted in the preseason. Having uh, been part of the Carlton Academy, he, uh, he signed with the Northern Blues. And then uh, when the VFL season fell over and then the Northern Blues fell over, he uh, he made contact and wanted to know if the offer to come and play in this NFL was still was still up. And he, he's a you know, six-foot-one, big-engine, um, tough wingman that uh, is really passionate um, about getting drafted. So he's one that, uh, yeah, we're more than happy to say, yeah, can come over here and, uh, and give it a crack. And the other fellow is young Jack Toner, who played runner-up in the best and fairest of the Dandenong Stingrays, um, small defender, uh, slash midfielder, elite kick, um, and yeah, both um, both really cracking young kids and, and really passionate about uh, getting the most out of themselves. And it's funny, I've had regular conversations with them, and they're just uh, blown away by, um, I guess, the popularity of, <laughs> of SNFL footy and you know the yeah. opportunities to perhaps play on Adelaide Oval and, and play yeah. finals at our big ground. So yeah, they're uh, they're blown away. Real uncertainty with what's happening in Melbourne at the moment and the VFL and uh, yeah they see South Australia and the SANFL as, uh, as their opportunity and uh, yeah we're really excited to have them. Definitely um, you speak of uh, what's happening over there obviously uh, that is your background and you've previously coached with Werribee in the VFL um, geez you picked a good time to make the move Jeff <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yes I've, I've um, been speaking regularly to the to a few people at, at Werribee and yeah, it's just the unknown for, mm. for so many people there. They had I think they have got a, a date of August first and then none of us with the, the developments in the AFL the last couple of days and the spikes in Victoria, none of us really know um, what's going to happen and, and what sort of a season they'll get away. But I just feel, you know, lucky and privileged that we're gonna have a fourteen game season with uh, you know, eight teams and eight viable teams and, and finals and a McGarry medal and all the other things that go with it. So, um, mm. yeah, we're, we're, we're certainly blessed over here and, and feeling for uh, feeling for my old mates back in Melbourne. Yeah. What's it been like for you as a first-year coach and having to sort of obviously deal with the extraordinary circumstances, obviously developing new training drills um, with the 10-10-10 um, and 10 initially and then – but just – even just trying to keep the squad motivated and um, being all new to the competition, it must be a real challenge for you personally, Jeff. Yeah, look, it was certainly uh, not, not anything that any of us envisaged or, or planned for, so it was just a, you know, a case of where are we? We, we? we made the conscious effort to give our players a break um, once there was a, some, some uncertainty mm-hmm. rather than you know, have them continue to train um, in pairs or whatever they were allowed to train in. Um, you know, our players had a, a three-week break and then we, we gave them some programs and, you know, there was, the SANFL were terrific in uh, in keeping in touch with, especially with us coaches in terms of what the, the future looked like and keeping us updated. Mm. And we were then able, through regular Zoom meetings, to keep our players updated. 
Uh, and, you know, it, it wasn't too long before things started to look a bit rosier and, yeah, they continued to get better. Um, and we've been really excited with with how our players have come back and the nick that they've come back in. There's there's always those that, that need that structure and regulated and, you know, training three times a week. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but the majority of our squad have, have come back in, in good nick and it's only been five weeks of training, really, that we've had from the... Um, from coming back and, and we're about to play so mm. the players have had to ramp up pretty quickly and uh, you know on the injury front we're, we're touch wood um, going okay and um, players and they wouldn't have been able to do that with having a good without having a good base under their belt excellent uh, have you got anyone sort of on the medium to long term that probably not available for round one yeah look we've got uh, we've got a couple of long termers in Tyson Richard and uh, Izzy McKenzie that have both had recos yes. so yep. they're uh, Tyson's a possibility late in the season and Izzy won't play this year but yeah. uh, the, the break's actually been good for us we had a few players that would have missed round one and as it stands at this stage um, Travis Schiller is uh, after a, um, a foot operation he's only a week or two away so oh, he, wow. he's, he's really close so yep. yeah we'll get the we'll certainly get the majority of the season out of Travis he's um, he's really ramped up his running loads he's Right up the front again in our uh, in our running um, in the running yeah. that we're doing. So yeah, that's that's exciting for us and, and exciting for for Travi. Had a big smile on his face last night. It was the f- first night of full training where he joined in everything. So yeah, right. uh, that, that that was pleasing for him and and for me and for the group. Uh, so is he a slight chance for round one or more likely round two, Jeff? Uh, more likely. I've already told um, Nathan Grimer that he won't be playing. <laughs> So yeah, actually Nathan told me that he won't be playing. So <laughs> he'd done his scouting and knew where uh, Travis was at. But uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's a he's a slight chance for round one, but a yeah, much more realistic chance for round two. Yeah, oh, very good. But great news on the whole for doggies fans. That is for sure. Um, what about the Menzels? I know Daniel uh, in particular was in ripping Nick um, before the shutdown. No doubt he would have looked after himself uh, beautifully, as you would expect. Uh, how are both of them going? And, um, yeah, no doubt um, it's going to be exciting to see them working in tandem. Yeah, look, it is. We, we had an intra-club on Friday night, and, uh, yeah, Troy was really menacing um, in front of goal and, and, and kick kick goals, and then um, was menacing in the midfield as well. So, mm. Troy's, um, I've got no doubt that Troy's in the best nick he's been in for a long, long time. So, that's uh, something for Doggies fans. I think he kicks close to... High thirties uh, goals last year. Yeah, for him for him to be in such ripping nick and and you know, I don't think they've played any senior footy together, but they certainly um they certainly have a chemistry uh, when we're training and doing anything any sort of competitive stuff. So I'm looking forward to what those two uh, and you know and, and Justin Hoskin can do in tandem. Uh, I think hopefully hopefully that gives us um yeah a bit of a weapon down forward. Yeah, a young speaking of down forward, uh, young Corey Durden. Uh, is that where you expect him to play the majority of his time with spurts in the midfield just to start with, Jeff? Yeah, you've done your homework there, Zach. Very good. Uh, <laughs> yes, I certainly expect Glory to be playing uh, forward. I think his uh, first league game last year, he played against Norwood under lights on a Friday yeah. night and, and he kicked, was kicked great. a bag of goals. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's one for the Doggies fans to get really excited about. So he's played his whole junior uh, career as a midfielder, so there's no mm. doubt uh, we'll be utilising some of his attributes uh, in there at times, and uh, and then hopefully capitalising on on his excitement, his pressure, and uh, his goal sense down forward. Yeah, because it's important for him to develop that side to his game. Because as you touched on there, he's spent the majority of his career as that uh, genuine uh, rover. But uh, yeah, speaking with um, Torrens Uni SA under eighteen coach Tony Bamford, he's eager to. 
develop that side to um, Corey's game just so he can become that bit more versatile. Yeah, look, and, and that, that helps his draft chances. Like, mm. There's no doubt that uh, clubs would be looking at Corey's attributes in, in the modern game of AFL, um, saying that matches up really well to a, to a pressure pressure goal-scoring forward. So mm. he's um, certainly looking to um, to add to that, to that part of his game, but it's, it's already um, looking more than promising. Now, before I let you go, it'd be remiss of me not to mention the new skipper, Lukey Harbel. How's he uh, embraced the leadership challenge and uh, still absolutely in awe of his uh, amazing generosity when very early on in the piece he uh, jumped online and made sure he donated to uh, each of the eight Sandville clubs in a wonderful gesture? Yeah, look, no doubt, um, Zach, when I first came across here, he was uh, one of the one of the high-quality human beings that jumped out at me and... Um, yeah, it was a fairly obvious choice um, when Trent Goodrum wasn't going on in the role that, that we revamped our leadership uh, squad a little bit. And yeah, Luke looks a high quality person. He's one that um, really invests, you know, his money in other clubs, but he invests his time and effort into his into his teammates. Um, he's leading in his own unique style, but doing a fantastic job. He's, he's engaging uh, the other leaders, the coaches. Um, he keeps us all honest and challenges us, and uh, so yeah, look, I, I love working with him, um, and yeah, he's a, he's a terrific leader for us, and, and looking forward to uh, hopefully seeing him enjoy a bit of success in that role this year. Terrific, as we all are, because he's a great man, Lukey Harbel, so he deserves every success. So we uh, certainly looking forward to seeing him run out uh, in round one, leading the team out against Sturt at the Adelaide Oval on Saturday from 11.50am, and uh, wishing you... And uh, the Bulldogs all the very best for the first couple of rounds and the rest of the season, Jeff. So good luck. Thanks for your time, Zach. Thanks for having us on and, uh, and the support.